Uh, Tobay and respectful greetings, my friends. Ghazali Orella here, bringing you a new episode of the podcast. Please enjoy and have a great day. This is the Gomaluku Podcast. Hey, what's good, everyone? Ghazali Orella here. I'm with The Green Room. Um, day three already and uh, of the permanent forum on indigenous issues. Sorry, no, that's not day three. Day three of The Green Room. However, it is day four of the permanent forum on indigenous issues. Um, so I thought I'd um, go live again and see um, uh, where things are. Um, today we had the on the agenda item of the permanent forum was the ex- the human rights dialogue uh, with the um, the special rapporteur on the rights of indigenous peoples, as well as the expert mechanism on the rights of indigenous peoples, and the uh, representative of the voluntary fund uh, for indigenous peoples. Um, I took this up. I'm taking this opportunity um, to, and by all means, if you would like to join the conversation, click the link in the dis- description and you can and jump in and, and out if, as much as you want. That's why it is the green room um, if you want to share some thoughts. Uh, but I, I thought I was going to spend the bulk of this whole conversation about like um, making most of your two minutes. Um, as we have seen the last couple of days, that uh, when indigenous peoples um, uh, even got on the speakers list, if, if they were able to get on the speakers list um, and uh, started to and were called upon and then read their statements, and most of them uh, were one either uh, ran out of time for two, uh, um, ran out of the two minutes, or um, they did not. Uh, their, their recommendations were not clear enough um, so that the Perm Forum um, can help you in your particular situation, be it the uh, on a theme on, on uh, peace, justice, and, and strong institutions um, related to, to Sustainable Development Goal 16 or um, uh, related to the, um, the pandemic. Um, you've, I've seen, I've heard, um, several statements, and I, I'm I'm paying very close attention to the um, yeah the content of the of the of the statement, um, and if they are able to bring that into the two minutes that they are all- allocated to. Um, obviously, because it's virtual, um, at, at in in person meetings, when it's two minutes, you can definitely see that um, there's a leeway um, that the the chair can um, either request. For you to conclude your statement, or please provide the, the recommendation. So there's a little bit of cushion um, where you can, for you to uh, provide your um, uh, so that you can finalize your statement. Um, however, what, what I've seen the last couple of days is that um, statements are just cut off. It's like a full stop, a hard stop actually. And so basically, when when they say they give you the floor, and two minutes after that, so, so 120 seconds after that. Um, Either you have already concluded your statement, or it will, con- or they will conclude it for you. Meaning that, um, um, yeah, y- your mic- microphone goes uh, goes off, and the camera goes back to the um, to the chair of, of that point. Um, so there are a couple of things that um, that that really stood out for me in terms of being effective with your, with your with your two two minutes time that you have within the um at, at the united nations and by all means what i'm i'm going to explain a little bit how i do it 
um, how I uh, uh, present a statement or how I draft a statement um, so that you can, and, and, and doesn't matter if it's uh, three minutes, two minutes or one minute um, that you can make your point come across. And also, um, uh, and also provide the recommendations that you want to uh, to provide to the uh, perma form on indigenous issues, or um, it can be in any um, UN uh, institution um, or outside of the UN. That too, um, that you can you can apply what these uh, framework, if you may, if I may, this framework to explain uh, to write statements or draft statements. Um, you can apply that also outside of the United Nations. All right, so, so that's, that's the, the, the big, um, what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to cover uh, during the green, uh, the green Room. And yeah, by all means, if you have any questions, drop them in the comments and I'll, I'll try to address them as well, or just jump into the conversation and the link is available in the description below. Um, all right, so what is my intention with, with all this? Um, I've been in the in the in the movement for for um, pretty much almost twenty years, eighteen years, no, nineteen years, going on twenty. Um, and when I first got into the movement, um, when I first started to engage with the Perma Forum, not only Perma Forum, just UN in general, um, you could. Um, I was trying to see what are the um, the the principles, what's the framework, uh, what it, what is um, the modus operandi of, of, of drafting statements and how you you can um, make a point come across. And what I've learned or what I've seen throughout the years is that there are many ways that indigenous peoples um, can um, make their point come across, uh, influence decision-making processes um, in the, the three minutes or the two minutes that they have been allocated to them. And it is uh, what everyone should know is that time is gold to indigenous peoples when it comes to um, addressing the United Nations, um, because yeah, like it, it is the the institution or the opportunity or platform where you can speak speak truth to power. It is um, so whatever how how long how long it is three two or one minute. Um, it is super important that you you. Uh, capitalize on that. That you make use of of the the, the seconds that you have. Uh, if it's three minutes, you can make use of the three minutes. I've been in meetings in the early days of the, of my quote unquote career um, and the subcommission on human rights, uh, where um, you were able to present statements of five to seven minutes. That is unheard of right now. Like you don't you don't you don't you don't come across. Um, um, speakers lists that allow for five to seven minutes uh, anymore. It is um, you get three minutes at the most, um, and two minutes if you're um, if you're lucky. Uh, one minute if you're unlucky. And believe me, I have been in situations that you were given one minute. But no, I have to say this: um, I have actually um, told people that they have, as when I was um, a co-chair myself as well. Uh, I've told people that they only had one minute um, of speaking time. Um, um, just to real, uh, I, 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 sorry, I have to explain this a little bit. So when at the World Conference on Indigenous Peoples, I was I had the privilege of co-chairing um, the, the roundtable one on UN system action 
um, on on the first day. And my co-chair, which which was the permanent representative of um, the Czech Republic, and myself, uh, we were um, we have divided the work in a way that she would uh, do the first half of the of the of the meeting of the roundtable, and I would do the second half of the roundtable. Um, and this is is a, this is a general assembly roundtable. Um, so I was 28 back then, and yeah, just trying to make the best of it. And also, this was whole, the whole time going through my mind: um, time is gold, time is gold, time is gold. So on the first hour and a half, because the session is usually three hours, um, first hour and a half, um, the uh, my co-chair she she we had two lists. So as a, as a uh, as a co-chair, we they give you um, three papers. One is for your remarks, at your opening remarks, and all the organizational matters. Um, and there's a uh, there's another one another list of um, speakers, uh, speakers list from indigenous peoples, and then there's another list of with speakers from states, as well as UN agencies. So they gave you two the two important pieces of the paper, and it is up to you. It is your discretion to figure out, all right, um, who, how, how am I going to go back and forth between um, the two lists? Um, because you want to have it somewhat balanced, uh, but you also, because at a general assembly level, uh, you want to figure out, like, all right, what is the smart thing to do uh, with geopolitical uh, um, uh, things that are going on, issues that, that are play, playing um at that level um so you also have to like try to balance that out so it is not just going back and forth but you really have to do some um um some puzzling uh, and that's what what myself and my co-chair did and obviously she did know a lot more than i do did back then uh, but the geopolitical um um that yeah the, the the global climate uh political climate sorry and yeah, so, so she, she did the first half, and I we we we, we I saw her move, um, yeah, some names uh, from back and forth just to make sure that um, the hardest part was done already in the first hour and a half. However, the second hour and a half, when it was my turn, so when she handed over the the, um, the gavel over up to me, um, the problem was um, there was still too many people on the list. So I did some calculation in my head that um, Indians, peoples, and states. So we only had an hour and a half, and people did get three minutes. Um, but I had approximately 40 speakers on the list um, combined. So I was like, yeah, this is going to be a problem because when you do the when you do the calculation, you figure out that there's no, there's no, um, that you're running out of time. So it's when it's 6 p.m., there's no time left. So you have to try to finalize everything uh, before 6 p.m. So um, that was a, that was a problem. That was a challenge. So what I did was um, trying to go through the, um, so go back and forth. So what I did was uh, state, um, indigenous peoples, UN agency, state, UN, indigenous peoples, UN agency. Um, so I try to keep that rhythm uh, in there. But then again, like you, you, um, you won't you won't get to exhaust the list um, uh, before six p.m. So, um, so when it turned five thirty, and I saw that we, we were not making any 
um, headway because I was hoping that some people would not show up or some people would uh, have a shorter statement than three minutes. However, um, obviously, because it's so high level, everyone shows up. Because uh, I So I was a little bit naive. Um, everyone did show up and everyone did make every use of their three minutes. Um, so I had to make a, a difficult decision um, by, so I did a calculation. So if we uh, limit everything to, uh, uh, to one minute, then we can get in somewhat in, um, in um, get everyone through, have everyone, the, give everyone the ability to, to present their statement um, within reasonable time, not that, that not, not that we would still be at the UN at 9 p.m. Um, so what happened was um, at, I believe, at 5, 40, 45, that I was given the, uh, um, so I took the floor. So usually they expect you, you to give someone else the floor, uh, like to move from, the, from one speaker to the next speaker. Um, I said, all right. So I had to drop the bomb. One is that um, I had to limit the time to one minute, um, which was, you could already see people like panicking, heads of delegations, government representatives, as well as indigenous peoples, because you get there for, you go to the UN to be able to speak through the power and especially to general assembly level. Um, not not many people have been able to, to do that. Um, so my consideration was either some people get to speak for three minutes or everyone gets to speak for one minute, which was a very hard decision to make. And so um, I conferred with my co-chair back then. I said, hey, this is my idea. This is what I would like to do. I would like to, to give everyone the opportunity to share their statement. Um, but we would have to go into overtime a little bit. And, uh, but I will, uh, um, we will keep it to one minute. Fortunately, the secretariat and my co-chair, and I'm, I'm super grateful for them. They said, sure, we can do that. Mind you, it was during the general assembly itself. So um, my co-chair, she had to pick up her um, prime minister uh, from the airport, but she did have a little bit of time to stay a little bit longer. So I'm, I'm very much uh, appreciative for the flexibility that she that she showed um, uh, in that in that in that session. So, and then it came the 6 p.m. and we still have not exhausted. I still had to go through, I think it was like 30 speakers, um, something, some, something along those lines, 30 speakers. And what happened was um, 6 p.m., the interpreters leave. So I did a, put in a request to the interpreters like, hey, can, um, are, you, um, are you willing to stay on? Unfortunately, the interpreter said, no, we cannot stay uh, until uh, until after 6 p.m. Another problem. So we had to go continue without interpretation. So I had, again, I had to take the floor again and say, hey, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, I apologize. We did limit your speaking time to one minute, but I also had to uh, advise you that we will have to continue the, the dialogue in English only. And for a institution that has five uh, working languages, eliminating it to one 
it becomes a problem for many representatives. So I did get on the shit list of many um, um, representatives of governments as well as as well as representatives of UN agencies. Um, some even came up to the podium. Uh, they stood in front of us. I can remember it very vividly. vividly. And it was a, a very high person within the, U, within the UN, um, under Secretary General uh, level, um, or Assistant Secretary General, um, came up to us and said, well, um, this is unacceptable. And, and, and um, I want to um, present in Spanish. So I need to be able to present in Spanish. So the only thing that I could do was say, I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, this is what we have to do to make, a, to make sure that everyone, including states, including UN agencies, as well as indigenous peoples, are able to present their intervention um, because this is a unique opportunity uh, for many indigenous peoples. Um, so she walked back to her, to her chair and um, luckily my co-chair uh, and I were very understanding and said, yeah, we were like, that person will, will, she will get over it. Um, so, and she did. Uh, when I, I, I gave her the floor and the and that high level official of the UN, uh, she um, did present her intervention in English. Um, but it was funny to see, like also like funny to see how Indian peoples were either trying to race through the statements, but then again, it was already past 6 p.m. There was no interpretation anymore, so they could race through it just to make, make sure that um, they stayed within the one minute. But um, um, yeah, it is, but I also had to cut people off um, because if you go take one minute and five seconds, that's five seconds that you're taking away from somebody else down the line. And if everyone does that, like, down the line, somebody cannot get to speak or cannot get to present their, their intervention. So I was super conscious of that. And um, um, when, I, when I hit that one minute mark, um, I, said, I got, took the gavel. I said, thank you so much for your, for your intervention. And the next speaker will be. And I, I didn't even have the time to, to apologize or whatever. I just needed to make sure that we could end within reasonable time because the, the my, my co-chair was was willing enough to stay a little bit longer, as well as secretariat. At the end of the day, we've been able to um, finalize the whole thing 45, 45 minutes after after 6 p.m., so at 6.45. Everyone did get to speak, um, and everyone goes home, goes home happy. Um, because they've been able to um, address the general assembly, um, address the general assembly. Um, just to illustrate how, and I'm saying this very consciously, that this isn't a, a not a, uh, a um, how should I put it, a example just to say, look at me, how well I did. Um, I couldn't care less about that. I care about the message that I want wanted to share with this uh, um, with this example, being that um, it is super important for indigenous peoples, they've, and not only in the World Conference context, but in general, that they are able to, to share the injustices or the human rights violations or the, the policy proposals, that they're able to do that. And as soon as we are all are aware of that, 
um, that we all are in the same storm, not in the same boat, we're in the same storm. Um, Because some people have yachts, some people have boats, some people have just a, uh, have a, I don't know, um, uh, yeah, something with yachts, boats, uh, uh, ships. Um, So not everyone has the same means to go through through that, uh, through the storm. Um, So my idea was that, um, oh, everyone's idea should be that in when you think about anything, that's a, the, the, the important aspect of it is solidarity, knowing that you're not the only one. We're all in this storm together and we all want to address the UN uh, or speak truth to power um, so that changes can, can happen, so that peace can exist. Um, so that was the whole idea. Um, that is also why uh, um, through that lens, I've been listening and watching the interventions of indigenous peoples um, at the Prim Forum this year. But not all, yeah, sorry, not only this year, but previous years, years as well. As well. Um, so for, throughout, let's say, 18 years, I've been observing um, my indigenous peers, relatives, relations, um, their particular statements. And um, and there, there's some things that I would say, like, there, there are some good things and also some 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 elements of it that can be approved, improved. And um, so I try to channel that and make sure that there's, there's some kind of framework, uh, a strategy that everyone, a foolproof strategy that everyone can use so that um, whether it is at the Permit Forum, um, the, uh, uh, w- what else is there? Um, third Committee, um, Oceans Negotiations, whatever, um, or UNDP, if you, if you talk to uh, UN agencies, um, that you, you have the ability or the tools to make your point come across in two to three minutes. Um, so I wanted to create a framework for that. So I've been paying a, t- a lot uh, attention to all these statements and 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 um, dissected all of them and figuring out all right what works and what doesn't work. Um, so that has been uh, th- I've been putting that into a framework. Now, um, just so you know, um, this um, I, 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 I'll explain it in in this in this green room. However. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have been asked to participate in Project Access Online and to do this free online course for everyone. So this is not like, hey, buy my stuff. Like, I, I don't want, I, I don't want to do that because um, this should be public knowledge. Um, so there's a lot of people that ask me to monetize it. Um, I said no because I want to do this for free or at least give this framework uh, away for free. And so it's Project Access Online. Uh, you can sign up um, right now if you would like. Um, it's in the at the United Nations. Um, go to learningfornature.org. You can almost see me, hey. Um, it's learningfornature.org. And um, you, you don't, you, not only do you get to know or learn how to write a statement uh, or UN intervention, but you also get to learn about um, the UN system itself. The history of Indigenous peoples at the United Nations, and in in, in the many ways that you can apply the um, what you've learned 
um, not just in the, at the Perm Forum, but also at the Mechanism or anywhere else. For those people that do not have the time to um, to sign up to in in the in the in the course, it is still open. It is 100% free. You just have to enroll. It's self-paced. So you, you decide. You have the time to uh, when you have the time to complete the course. You get a certificate at the, at the end, and there's a forum, meaning that it is not just. And this is the the, the, the good thing about Project Access, um, which I've been a part of for many years. It is super hands-on. It's super practical. Um, that indigenous peoples and now also non-indigenous peoples um, can learn by, from people that have the mileage, mileage to know the um, the the yeah through indigenous peoples actually that the UN the UN system how we master the system and how we can use the system so that is pretty much like the idea uh behind project access online so i highly recommend you to, to sign up to that so i'm going to explain a little bit about what that is um uh, take the time at least to 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 explain that um so this when it comes to when you have those two to three minutes right um what you can do is go straight to the point uh you do it like a very um very academically um which i've seen a lot and it helps it works in, in some cases However, this way of drafting a UN intervention is something that I would um, describe as indigenous, bringing back indigenous storytelling into the UN. And why am I saying that? It is because um, if there's something that makes us connect as peoples, uh, as individuals with one another, it is stories. Um, that is something that we crave. Um, people always crave stories. And um, if ever there's a superpower that indigenous peoples have, um, it is storytelling. It is, um, that is one of the, um, how I should have put it, the, yeah, the superpowers of, of indigenous peoples. Now, and everyone tells his or her story in, story in their own way um and at their own pace and that is fine and there, there, there's i'm not saying that this has to be the way i'm just saying that this is is a way to translate that or channel that into a un intervention so that you um do not um have to feel that you're not yourself because that's what what i've also been hearing a lot is that when in these people's drop their interventions that it feels like it is not them. Like they have to be very um, uh, um, academic, very legal language. And of course, it is important to to um, to approach it with some some um, in a, in an academic slash legal way. However, you can also bring in um, the storytelling aspect of, of the, the superpower of indigenous peoples. So I've been trying to walk that fine line in between and find, trying to find like what is the, um, the, the right formula um, to do that. Um, so that is the idea. So it's, it's indigenous, um, as indigenous peoples, storytelling in your own inter UN intervention. Um, within the two minutes or within the three minutes that you get. Um, and uh, it is super important that you 
like I said, you you um, have a certain structure in your mind, because um, for many indigenous peoples, it is difficult to, and usually when they do this, it's, it's when they hit New York or Geneva, uh, so hit the ground, and they know like in a couple of days I have to, I have to present a statement, and then they start drafting it. Um, I want to make your life easier, as in knowing that uh, you only have to go through this framework or this strategy, and um, with that, you can um, yeah, draft your statement in a, a much more effective and a much more efficient way. And I said effective, the important thing is for in any UN intervention is that it becomes effective. Um, so again, it's trying to find that, that sweet spot, the balance, not a balance, but like the sweet spot of uh, effectiveness, storytelling, as well as getting that legal uh, thing, um, thing in there. Um, so what is, uh, what can be interesting is, um, um, is if I explain a little bit what the, um, uh, what, what the framework is, um, so that you, so that you have an idea, um, if anything, I would highly recommend you to, um, read or watch on YouTube. You can, uh, there's a lot of things you can do on YouTube right these days is to watch um, or read, uh, start with why from uh, author by Simon Sinek. Um, it is a, it's a, the golden circle. It, it's, uh, it's super helpful um, to figure out, figure out um, how to start your uh, intervention and, and, and shape it in, in a way. And so what is it, what is this framework, right? Um, basically it is the introduction uh, you start with the introduction and then you have this, this the big, the main point of your statement um, captured into a narrative or a story, and then you get into the analysis and then the recommendations, and then you get to the conclusion, which is usually, thank you, Mr. or Madam Chair. And please put that into your statement as well, Mr. or Madam Chair. I look, look up. Who's the Madam or Mr. or Madam Chair? Because the last couple of days, I've been seeing a lot of Indigenous peoples refer to Madam Chair, uh, whereas the, the chair actually of that session is male. You know, so um, it is it is a, a small thing, but it is also also goes into like awareness and knowing, um, being fully prepared about things. And granted, obviously, that the the um, the chair of the print forum right now is uh, an, an organ form from the, the Sami. However, um, there are vice chairs and there are people that are taking charge of the various agenda items. So that is, um, uh, um, yes, yeah, so something that I'd like to like to, to 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 share as well is that this, and usually it is goes into like the final the the final part of the strategy is like fine tuning, and 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 um, your your statement. Uh, but now that I mentioned it, I just wanted to make sure that you knew um, that I've been watching you. I've been watching every statement and, I, and I've seen a lot of indigenous peoples um, forget that. It's not a mistake. It's, it's, you're forgetting that. Um, so, all right. So when you uh, when you start with your, your, when any story, any intervention that you want to tell, um, you need to have like, what's the point? What is the point that I want to to to, to bring to the table? What is what is what is it that I want to say? And that is super important to know 
um, for the audience, um, for the, the chair or um, the people that are listening and um, that there's a big point in there that you, your message, uh, your, your main takeaway um, that you want people to walk away with. And you capture that into, into a story. And it can, be, it can be any story. And you don't have to, to share a very long, lengthy story. But you'll see when it comes to storytelling that um, you can tell um, in, in a story, you can share a lot of things, a lot of things into, in, into just a couple of sentences. Um, so in, in a way, storytelling helps you a lot in terms of decreasing the number of words in your statement and uh, making effective use of your time. Um, so that's in terms of storytelling. So so the story however how do you get to that message what's the the big takeaway that you that you want to um the the audience or the the the, the un perform to walk away with and to get to that you can either figure that out for yourself or you already have that figured out that is fine however um that's why i said start with why try to figure that out try to figure out like what is the end goal um I would love to see indigenous peoples um, have the shift of mindset or have the consciousness. Maybe, maybe that, that's a better word to describe it. That the permanent form is a tool, is a, is a opportunity, is a podium to get you from A to B, or no, not sorry, A to Z. And this is just a, a, um, a, a step in, the, in, in, the, uh, um, in that direction. Um, so that, um, and for many indigenous peoples, it's at least that's how they present their statements. It is the goal. It is like the only point um, where they can um, make the point come across. It's the only um, um, platform for indigenous peoples to voice their concerns um, or to get to get to their goal, um, or it, maybe it is their goal. I don't know. Um, so what what I would like like to see is like that people and these peoples have that we already have the infinite view, right? We have that infinite uh, mindset, and yeah, to just have it articulated for themselves, right? Why do I do what I do, what I do? How do I want to get there? And what will be the evidence for me to um, to show that I've been uh, to that I do what I yeah evidence to my why. Um, you can do that by really figuring out like um yeah what's the end goal i have an end goal and which is which is very um which is very simple at least for me my end goal or my mission if i if you may if i may is to inspire and empower 476 million indigenous peoples all around the world so that they can do what inspires them it's simple um and i try to arrive that by in everything that i do and everything that i say that I um, um, do the work, um, be the wide angle lens, be ingenious or push the brown boundaries and keep an eye on the marathon and not the sprint. Um, so th that's, that's my, why I do what I do and how I want to, how I want to get there. Um, so everything that I do uh, falls in that, falls in that space. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm now super focused on uh, on um, in everything that I do at the United Nations, and I know how to how I want to get there and how I need to utilize uh, 
the UNFCCC, uh, UN Framework on Climate Change, Convention on Climate Change, Convention on Biological Diversity, um, uh, or oceans, whatever, like you, you know how to, um, the mindset, the the the, um, the vantage points that you enter into those into these uh, to these various um, uh, processes. That, that, that's that's all right. That's my mission. All right. So what is what is one of the achievables, deliverables that I would like to see? Well, for I'm I'm Furu from Maluku, and I would love to see um, Maluku to regain its independence and have a governing structure or a structure that is built on our indigenous heritage so and, and because um for example our governing structure that is and um, it's not necessarily built on a western um uh, structure but our own indigenous structure so that that's what i like to see that, that our our nation re-emerges as an independent nation um based on its indigenous heritage that's the goal all right so how do i want to arrive to that goal you know so like if you have that big Harry audacious goal it's very uh, comes in very handy because you then you can it's what i call in the course reverse engineer towards the point where where you are at right now so you go it's like a um like steps you know like, like you, that's the goal and then you go boom 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 all the way down to the point where you are at right now this way you can position the print form or your statement to the print form exactly where you want it to be um, is it, um, um, and you know what the next step is, what the next step that you need from the perm forum. This way you have, um, a clear cut focused idea, uh, a message actually in, in your statement. And that is what, what I'd like you to, to walk away with or what, what you, sorry, that is, which is something that you want like states or the perm forum or other indigenous peoples to walk away with uh, from from listening to your statement. That is what I mean with what's the point? What is the message? Uh, what that you want to convey? And then um, and you capture that into a a story or or or, a, or, or an anecdote or whatever, because it's stories what what connects people. Um, and if everything that I've learned in in UN negotiations or in advocacy, it is. Uh, yes, these people, you're dealing with state representatives and they have their instructions, but they're also human. To move a position, you knew, you have to move the person, meaning that you have to um, uh, yeah, to, to, to start uh, talking about um, uh, yeah, connecting with, with, that, with, with that person. The only way that I know, or that is, no, sorry, not the only way, but the easiest way to start talking about um, um, issues or to start connecting with people is um, through a story. You know, so that is that is something that, that you can use. Um, you don't have to tell, tell a, a long story. It's, it's a short anecdote. Um, I use either of two or three st stories, um, which usually start with imagine, because uh, when you start with imagine, then people, um, yeah, people start to uh, visualize things. So, Imagine, imagine you, um, you're watching or listening right now that you're back to you when you were 10 years old, right? If you have that in your mind, uh, when you're 10 years old, um, probably in, um, in, in grade school and you just transferred to a new school. Um, super anxious, 
So you walk in, you walk through the school to your classroom, and you walk in and, and you see your new class um, with a lot of new faces. So you look around and you try to find an open seat, a vacant seat for yourself. And obviously, and it's after some a couple of seconds of looking around, you see one one seat all the way in the back um, that is still vacant, that's open. So what you do is you um, keep your head down and you and you walk, try to maneuver yourself towards that empty seat, and um, you sit there and you you wait. Um, you wait there for a couple of minutes, and still everyone in the in the classroom is talking to one another, um, having have a good time um, because it's the first period. You wait for the um, the teacher to walk in. Suddenly, the teacher walks in. She closes the door. Everyone becomes silent, and in in one movement, she grabs a chalk and she writes a very long equation on the board. Um, everyone looks at at that equation and is like. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. And she and it, the equation becomes longer and longer and longer. Still, nobody knows the answer. Um, so she asks. She turns around and she asks uh, the, everyone, "All right, who can solve this equation for me?" Obviously, because everyone was silent, nobody knows the answer. But you do. You know the answer because. Uh, they taught you this at your previous school. They taught you how to solve this long, long as equation at your previous school. So you're like, hey, I have an answer to this. So you raise your hand um, slowly um, because you're new. Uh, so you want, don't want to look too eager. And you raise your hand and still she doesn't, doesn't call upon you. Um, the teacher or nobody looks at you. And pretty much everyone ignores you. Um, and again, she asks, right? Um, anyone, um, does, do you have the, the answer to this equation? Um, no. N nobody moves. If ever there is an image that describes how indigenous peoples feel when they um, go to the United Nations, is that it's that image. It's the kid that has his hand raised, citizen um, that nobody wants to call upon. The kid that knows the answer to the to, to the um, to the equation, the answer to the problem. That is a story that you can tell. Um, but this is a general one. You can also share an anecdote of your own indigenous peoples. There's so many indigenous peoples around the world. Obviously, you can ex share your own experience um, so that people. Um, have an idea from where you come from, as in what your concerns are and that you've lived through it or that you're um, simply relaying uh, an issue that somebody else has, has gone through, uh, which is fine. Like you, you can tell any, anybody, any, any story um, as long as it answers to your, um, your idea. Um, the, 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 it, it amplifies the message that you, that you want to tell the, um, the point that you're the, the point of your of your story, because um, you want people to hook in, like it, it like in in video or or in on YouTube, Instagram, whatever. Um, the first couple of seconds is super important. Um, 
on, on social media is, for example, on Instagram, the first three seconds are important on, on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube is th first 30 seconds is important in terms of um, viewer retention. Same thing goes with uh, with interventions. You know, if you if you want to get the um, people to focus on um, what you're about to say, um, like a good point or a good story is something that you can uh, they, they can utilize to capitalize on to making sure that they are listen will listen through uh, with with attention uh, to your analysis and to your recommendations. And if it is. If it is a story that the news people would like to tell, and and I don't think there's no shortage of that in terms of stories, um, I've heard in the last couple of days in terms of um, uh, in, the, in the interventions that I learned a lot of stories, um, mostly history lessons as well, uh, which is fine because that that's, that's um, if that is something that you would like to put on the record, then you have to, that's something that you have to put on the record. Um, but also do know that it is also about moving. The needle. You want to uh, move um, the UN and of the performing in this in this matter towards doing something that can benefit you uh, down the line. So, um, the hook, the the hook, the the story, and the um, um, the the point that you want to come want to make is is super important to have that crystal clear, um, right to written down in in your intervention, and. That is to get people, people's attention. The 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 the, the last two parts um, are what can help the perform help you, um, because that is at the end of the day we're all trying to address the United Nations, which are all trying to um, trying to um, yeah create this this change, cause this change, cause this effect. Um, but in order for the perm form, not only the perm form, but the expert mechanism or the special rapporteur, in order for them to do something, they, they need to know what uh, what the exact exactly the situation is, and what you want what you want from them. Um, you know, so that is, um, and I know that in terms of an, an analysis, it can be super cumbersome um, when you when you talk about. Uh, over three to five hundred years of, of oppression or colonization, um, no way that you that you could can, can put it into one analysis um, of uh, of, a, of a few minutes uh, of a few few sentences. Sorry, um, no way that you can do that. Um, I get that. Um, however, um, you can. What you can do is in your intervention, your 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 oral intervention so the thing that the, the document that, you, that you're going to read um, you can put in a slim version of the analysis so that uh, people that are listening um, have an idea wh what the what the problem is um, if you have a, like a bigger analysis you can attach it to your um, to your statement that you're going to send uh, or submit to the to the UN perform uh, via email or by by any any means that they, they they they're compiling all the all the um, all the interventions. So um, when because an, so what is a slim down version of an analysis then, um, which can be um, super simple, is it's answering um, like yes, 
three to four three to four questions. Um, your analysis needs to answer one: uh, what's happening right now? Um, what second? What which rights are are violated and how? And then the third one is: what are you doing to address this? And you can add to that like how the government or actor responsible for for this um, for this violation. Um, how did they respond to uh, what you're doing to address this? And most importantly, um, which comes into the recommendations, what do you want the print form to do to help you? So this is the this is the framework, meaning that there's something going on. There's a right being violated. So you need to have a, a version or a, a, um, a paper version of the declaration or an, or an electronic version. I don't care. You need to have this the document um, within arms, uh, within your fingertips. Uh, it is super important that you, that you have that, um, so that whenever something is happening, you just go through the whole document, uh, go through the declaration, and you you highlight. All right, this right is being is being violated. That right is being violated. Um, so that you can sh tell uh, the perm forum. All uh, right, yeah, um, country X is doing this, um, which is um, um, violating the right to participate in decision-making processes that affect, uh, the affect us as enshrined in Article 18 of the Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. And this is what we're going to do to, to address this particular issue. For example, uh, um, trying to appeal um, appeal it in some um, body or instance. And yeah, then you could say, how did that government respond? All right, and this is uh, super important. Like, what do you want the perm form to, to do to help you? And the more information you give, the more focused information you give, the better the perm form can help you. Um, and like I said before, perm form can be easily interchanged with expert mechanism on the rights of Indian peoples, as well as this, for example, the special rapporteur on the rights of Indian peoples. However, when it comes, comes to the submitting complaints and testimonies or whatever um, uh, communications to the um, special rapporteur on the rights of Indian peoples, you need to be a little bit more um, concrete and have a little bit more evidence um, around that. But I'll, 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 I can go into that a little bit further down the road. Um, because I've done that a lot as well, um, and th that is in, in, in a a good um, analysis. You know, like it, it doesn't have to be um, um, super super detailed. As long as the print form knows, all right, this is all right. This is the narrative. Um, this is what's happened. So the story. This is the narrative. This is happening right now. This is how they perceive it. This, um, uh, this, and this was, and then the following part is this is what needs to happen. So far, um, throughout 18 years, as well as the last three three days, I've seen Indigenous peoples um, do this quite accurately in a way, bits and pieces, but not in a straight line. But like some does some does analysis right, the other does the story right, um, or a little bit of both. Um, but most of them, um, most of Indian peoples, they um, they strike out at the recommendations. 
And that is something that is of a concern. As in, uh, you do want the permanent form um, to have a goal, like to know what your goal is of your intervention and how the permanent form can um, um, achieve that goal for you. Um, and that's what a recommendation does. You know, like it is, um, I, I said it once and I'll say it again, is the recommendations in, in essence um, are the most important part of your intervention. Um, it is, so it is your way of saying like this UN per inform on indigenous issues, I need you to do this. Granted, there's, and I, and I know that there is for a lot of people, it is challenging to um, to draft a recommendation because you go through the whole thing, uh, you, you do the whole thing and just trying to make sure that um, uh, um, they get the, the story in there, um, but you forget, um, forget, no, no, not, that's not the right word. Um, you get the, the historic injustices what's going on, genocide and everything else, which is super important because you have to tell the truth. Um, um, but then what do you want the print form to do to, uh, to get to, um, have to address that, to remedy, remedy that. And that's where a recommendation comes in because you cannot hit a goal you can't see. Um, and you can, you can urge the print form because I've, 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 and I've heard these recommendations before um urging the uh and then therefore we recommend or we urge the permanent forum to um send uh un peacekeepers to our region um to um address the situation full stop or um we urge the permanent forum to send the uh special rapporteur on the rights of indigenous people indigenous peoples um to country X. Those are two um, recommendations that um, seem um, logical, seem um, as in as as common sense. However, you're also dealing with mandates. You're also dealing with the parameters of what the permanent form can and cannot do, what the special rapporteur can and cannot do. So for example, if you talk, if you take into account that example of um, asking the permanent forum to uh, send UN peacekeepers um, to your region. Um, before that, you need to be aware of the mandate of the permanent forum or the expert mechanism or the special rapporteur. In any case, anybody that you address within the UN system or outside of it, please do know what it can and what it cannot do. It's all about manage, managing your expectations. If you're, if you go to the UN, you present your statement and you and you put into your um, intervention that the perm form has to put your uh, region or your peoples on a decolonization list, or that or something about about these um, UN peacekeepers. If you do that once, it's okay. If you do this continuously, um, um. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Um, I, I, I was about to say something that, that's that's not um, um, very nice to say about people, but it is um, not the not right way of using uh, the the forum 
And it's, and some people, obviously, they, they use the forum as to validate themselves. But that's a whole, whole different issue. Um, going back to the recommendations, right? So, for example, uh, UN peacekeepers um, sending UN peacekeepers to the region. Why is that not possible? Because the Security Security Council um, does that, and and that that is a couple of, a couple of levels higher uh, than the than the Perm Forum. Um, Perm Forum obviously is an advisory body to the Economic and Social Council, so um, it provides advice um, and to the Economic and Social Council, which is the superior body of the of the Perm Forum. So you need to be aware of what ECOSOC can do, and also what this advice ent entails. Um, it can be on the rights of indigenous peoples. It can be uh, advice on uh, um, economic and social issues, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you need to be super aware of right of your awareness of surroundings. Right? You know, like super be super aware of what the permanent form is um, and what it can and what what it cannot do. Um, right. This is yeah. So. What um, second second issue, for example, is um, asking the um, the permanent forum to send the special rapporteur on the rights of these peoples to country X. Um, it it is um, you have read the mandate of the special rapporteur. Um, uh, yeah, if you say that, you, I, I can imagine that you've read the, the mandate of the special rapporteur in, in a good way, because uh, the special rapporteur um, does make country visits. Um, like today, it's um, announced that it will try, it will as soon as the um, uh, um, uh, um, is allowed, when it's, as soon as possible, the the special rapporteur wants to. Um, um, yeah, w w wants to to do his um, country country visit to Greenland. So that that is something that that you um, if you if you put that into into statement that is, that is a um, good piece of awareness of the, the mandate of the special rapporteur, the country visits. However, if you um, address the permanent forum and you um, ask the permanent forum for the special rapporteur to do a country visit to 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 country X acts, you know that's two different mandates. You now to ask the special rapporteur to do a country visit, you go to the special rapporteur himself, um, so not, not to the mandate. You don't have to ask the permanent forum to do that. Um, so it is, um, it all goes into like situational awareness, uh, meaning uh, the awareness of the mandate of the of the of the of the, the various institutions that, that you're that, that you're addressing and um and in that way it is um can make your your recommendations super focused um so however that's one thing knowing the mandate the other thing like i said not a, a, a goal you cannot see you can't hit right um meaning that um, you do need, and maybe, and this is, yeah, sorry, sorry, I should put it, yeah, you do need a clear goal, uh, you need able to articulate that goal, uh, the recommendation in a way that it makes sense to the permanent form or the expert mechanism. Um, so that's why um, you can use something like this, the SMART criteria. 
Um, it's been used in marketing. It's been used in business. Um, and it's about to be used in the, uh, in the United Nations or in the permanent form itself as well, because it is an effective way of keeping things um, uh, specific, measurable, uh, achievable, and it's relevant, making sure that's relevant and that's also time bound, you know, so S-M-A-R-T. So that's that's a way of um, uh, um, drafting your recommendations. And that's also, if you have that framework, like drafting recommendations goes, becomes much easier. Right now, what I've seen and in the trainings that I do, uh, the in-person trainings of Project Access, we spend nights uh, um, before the print form, we spent nights trying to figure out like what is a good recommendation. Um, um, and then they go through the declaration and um, trying to figure out what the mandate is of the of the print form. Go through a there's a database of previous recommendations of the print form. I also highly recommend you to go through that as well. See which ones um, have been provided uh, by by indigenous peoples or member states or UN agencies. And you um, and you can see which one works and which one works. And you can you can tweak it a little bit. Um, that's also like a, a hack or a tip, a pro tip um, to try to figure out like what's the um, a good recommendation to use. Um, however, um, there's so many recommendations um, that have not been articulated well enough, and those are recommendations that you want to make to the print form. So that's why using the smart criteria is a is is a good one to use. Um, so what is a smart, um, a recommendation? Um, so for example, recommend, if we were talking about how to craft recommendations, um, recommend the permit forum to follow, follow up with all participants of the 20th session. So the current session and ensure that 80% has completed a training course in smart recommendations by the 21st uh, session. That is a recommendation that is drafted along the the criteria of, of the, the smart criteria. Um, I have heard a lot of recommendations um, the last couple of days. One recommendation that stood out that I could attribute that uh, consciously or unconsciously, I'm not sure, but what it was from the um, United Confederation of Taino People, um, the first or the second recommendation, um, it sounded like they used the smart criteria. Um, which um, makes it super, uh, um, yeah, uh, uh, measurable. So um, I cannot recall what the exact recommendation was, uh, but let, let's focus on th this example then. Um, recommending the permanent forum um, to follow up with uh, all the participants of the 20th session uh, to ensure that 80% has completed a training um, course in smart recommendations by the 21st session. Right, All right. So if that is the um, if that is the recommendation, so let let's deconstruct that a little bit. Go through the process of SMART. Um, so S stands for specific. Um, so the 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 you have to be super specific to be able uh, for others uh, to understand what uh, what you want uh, it or the, the recipient of your recommendation to understand it. So 80% of the participants need to be trained in generating smart recommendations. Um, I, I would classify that as specific. So it is, it is a clear number, 80% in, in what? 
um, uh, in, in training, um, yeah, uh, in generate being trained in generating uh, smart recommendations. Um, now, uh, how do you arrive at the eighty percent? And that is the measurable part of it. Um, so let's say the Perma Forum has, on average, one thousand registered participants each year. Let's assume that this year the Perm Forum has a nice round number of 1,000 participants or people that registered. Um, so what you can say, you need to build a little bit of fat into that so that you say that at least 800 of them um, have complete, will complete that training. So uh, 800 of 1,000 is 80%. So 80% will be the success number of... Um, of of this particular recommendation then there's um the the element of making it achievable um, because the large majority already has engaged um with the perm form um so they have um prior knowledge of how the perm form works they've been at least at the at the, at the 20th session um if you do a training you could do it web-based you can do it like this, uh, do, do, do a live stream kind of thing. Make sure that it's, that it's free, obviously, or you can divert people to uh, go to Project Access Online. And um, yeah, there's so many ways of, of training in the, um, people um, to in, in the, the smart recommendation um, formula um, that it is achievable, um, that it is not a pie in the sky. You, you're not... Um, you're not saying, for example, um, in terms of numbers, that you want to have 80% of the 476 million indigenous peoples uh, trained in the smart recommendations before the 21st session. That is not a that is not an achievable um, um, uh, goal, uh, maybe in a lifetime, but not in one year. And if if you've gone through or you have you have a specific it's measurable and it's achievable how about relevancy relevancy means that it needs to be relevant to the perform as well um as well as to you so um this training right this this hypothetical training on smart recommendations it will allow participants to draft effective recommendations um, and once everyone knows how to write smart recommendations the perma form becomes effective um, with this with with this time um, it, it's the meeting uh, that's what I'm trying to say the meeting will be more effective so 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 it's super relevant and also that um, not only do people have the ability to stay within the two um, when it's virtual two minutes or three when it's um, in person, um, but also the recommendations can be um, super specific and we can be, make more effective use of our time. And then it is obviously the time bound. And this is something that I have not seen, um, well, uh, many recommendations, I've seen in many recommendations, uh, either of the SMART uh, criteria, time bound. Um, give them a deadline, give the perform a reasonable deadline. Um, so when it comes to the um, drafting of smart recommendations um, and you want to have 80% of it, 
um, you want to make it more efficient. So you can say, well, um, a reasonable deadline would be the 21st session. And so you include that. that you want to achieve this goal before the 21st session. And so that the performer can also can report back at the 21st session saying, hey, we did this. Uh, thank you so much for the recommendation. Um, we did um, um, throughout the year um, since April 2020, uh, sorry, 2021 until April 20, uh, 2022, um, we've been able to host a uh, online webinar or training session on drafting smart recommendations uh, um, of the number of people that have that we have um, approached or invited. Um, so it's not, I won't say that's exactly 1,000, but it could be like 1,500 or 750. I don't know. Um, but this X number the, um, is um, did um, uh, succeed or uh, um, finish that, that training session um, successfully. Um, that is something where you want to go to. Um, a recommendation that is that you that not only the program form can measure, but also you can measure. That you can um, um, next year when the program form did um, accept your recommendation and included it in its final reports, saying um, yes, we will um, uh, um, um, we will take a, your, your recommendation into the report and we will do something with it um, that you can at the, at the next year, next session, you can point towards it. All right, guys, um, this is this was the goal. It was a recommendation. There was a deadline. Um, what have you done so far? So that is um, 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 what I mean with time bound and, and specific, measurable, um, achievable and relevancy so that that's the, the, the framework that you want to use to draft your recommendations. So um, I've been helping for the, for the practice access online. I've been helping um, people with their statements. Um, I've been, I'm helping people more with the statements than I'm actually paying attention um, to, to, to statements that are, that people are giving uh, or presenting at the session itself. I'm getting a lot of messages like, Hey, I should have write this. I should have write that. It's almost like a night job. But I do it because I love to do it because I love to help people um, to really um, make use of their, their effective use of, of their of the two minutes or the three minutes. Um, so that that's uh, super important, right? Recommendations, and basically you've done it all. You, you you've uh, that, that's because you, you can't do anything more in your two or th two to three minutes. Um, you told you you make it made it your own through your story. Um, the analysis, no, letting the print form know, like, right, this is what's going on. This is what you need to do, or this is what's going on. This is what I've done. Um, this is what they have been doing. And then in your recommendations is basically, all right, this is what I want you to do. Uh, I want the print form to do X, Y, Z. Um, make it easy for the print form um, to, uh, um, um, to draft the recommendations or to draft the reports. Um, Meaning that they don't have to look for recommendations, um, but they get recommendations uh, like pretty much present, presented to them um, and on a silver platter. Um, so if everyone uh, um, has, has 
have written their, their recommendations in a smart format, it would be so much easier for the Puna Forum as well as for you. And so that we can keep each other in check, keeping keep it, uh, each other accountable. Um, so that, that's um, when it comes to the, the three main elements of your statement. Um, so you definitely want to focus on your three-minute statement. Um, uh, that, that you that you write it in three minutes. You have a little bit more more time. And three minutes is usually a page and a half on a regular pace. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll get I'll get into that in in, in, in a bit. Um, now that is you. Now that you have your smart recommendations, I highly recommend you. Um, to um, yeah, weave it together, making sure that it is, it is one. There's a flow in there, um, but also be very conscious that every word within the um, within the intervention needs to earn its place, because um, you do um, um, have only a certain amount of minutes left. Oh, and then then that's the conclusion, right? Um, let me take a sip of tea first. Mm. Then is the conclusion, um, and which is basically um, saying like, "Thank you, Mr. or Madam Chair." Um, after the recommendations, you don't have to like end with a quote or something along those lines. You do not necessarily have to do that. If if you do if you do have time left, you can. You know, if, if that if that's your style, like. If, Again, this is my style of writing, you know. So, um, if if you wanted to give it your own twist, your own special sauce to it, and if that special ingredient of you is a quote at the end of it, then then by all means, just make sure that you're you're within the two minutes or the allocated time. Um, yeah, and then what you can do is, uh, if you obviously you have a rough draft, so um, let, let, let's let, let's cut re, um, reset a little bit. So drafting a statement is um, you have your, 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 your narrative, the point that you want to make, the analysis, and your recommendations. Um, I assume that you would, you would write these in parts, not as in one go, um, but you have to write these in parts. Um, when you have these in parts, you try to weave it together and you try to make this, you try to create this, create this flow, right? Um, and then... Um, it is super important that you go over your statement, that you um, go over it and try to figure out, all right, is this really me? Is this it is a, is this a word that I would use, or is this a word um, that I would not use? Um, that is an important thing because um, choice of words it makes it, it can elevate a intervention towards something that is very static into something dynamic meaning that it's that it sounds to people that it really comes from you um so what you could do and what well, sorry what you shouldn't do maybe that's a better better way to, to describe it what you shouldn't do is using slang street language um or what i would call speedboat language um if you call, if, if you say in your everyday life, y'all, um, that's fine. But in a UN setting, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that word. Um, but you can say, uh, but instead of however, 
you know that, that that's that's okay and it saves you a lot of time as well you know um that's so that's also a pro tip um so that is something that you can you can you can you can shape a little bit like fine tune fine tune that you, you your your intervention a little bit more and then um um you know, right so that that's in terms of fine tuning audience 100 um like i said if before you take the floor look at like all right who get just gave you the floor is it is is it a he or a she is it male or female and address to that person as thank you mr or madam chair and also end that way um it gives make just make sure that you're you're aware of that um that you're aware of who you're addressing and this not only goes to a virtual setting um but also to um for example, the uh, um, in-person meetings that you, um, 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 if you're presenting at, at a at a at a meeting or at, at a in, at a um, keynote, maybe be aware. Like, no, do know who your audience is. Uh, um, if you are presenting a super spiritual intervention. Or, or a keynote or a speech to a group of um, scientists, like chances are that it will not land. You know, like people will not understand what you're what you're saying. So be super aware of uh, of of who you're addressing, because it is your responsibility. It's your responsibility as a communicator to um, transfer your thoughts and your ideas. Because you're on stage, you want people to uh, to walk away with something that you make sure that they understand it, and also speak in their language, um, in their jargon, maybe uh, jargon, maybe but but or lingo, sorry. Um, but but try to try to be be aware of that. People will appreciate um, the uh, words that you use um, or events that that is uh, that's occurred in your re- in that region. If you just traveled all across the world um, to Hong Kong and something happened in Hong Kong and you you highlight that like oh yeah what happened to me today at the at the airport blah 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 like I don't know something along, along those lines um, it it helps people to 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 um, really um, acknowledge and listen and focus on the message on your on your words um, and that that really helps. So know know who your audience is, and um, also it is also super important that you, from time to time, if you do get to read a statement for somebody else, um, say uh, somebody uh, was on a speaker's list. However, that person was not uh, able to make it, so ask you to to read that statement for uh, for that person should be fine it should be okay to do it um just make sure that you go over that speech first i have seen many occasions uh and i've seen um uh many people struggle with it um that have not gone over the over the intervention that they get stuck with some words that either they don't know never heard about don't know how to pronounce uh or if a statement is written in a female form and the person is going to read it is male 
and also that there, there there's some some things that are um something that that's um well, yeah, will will confuse you as as a people that as a person that's going to deliver it, but it will also confuse the people that are listening to it. And why am I saying that? Because um, something as um, a you hesitating or something that is out of the ordinary, um, which usually happens when you read a statement for somebody else that you have not that you have not gone over before. Um, when you have to read something that's out of the ordinary, it will get people's attention, which is good. However, it is attention that that is focused on the, not on your message, but it's attention focused on the anomaly, on something that should not happen, before, should not have happened, but did happen. Um, so people will, will forget your statement, your, your your intervention, your your recommendations, the story that you wanted to tell, but they do remember that you stumble, uh, fumbled, stumbled, whatever, something along those lines, uh, that they will remember. Um, the positive incarnation of it is, for example, if someone, um, um, how should I put it, if someone reads a uh, intervention that um, is super emotional. Um, for um, many children, children were uh, abducted in in, in um, Boko Haram, for example. You know, like you remember a couple of years ago, well, one that was in the picture, a woman that was a hot item. It was an indigenous um, um, sister, of a lady, sorry, that went to the print forum, tried to address it, and. Um, you, you, that resonated. People remembered that, and people also remembered the um, 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 the recommendations. Actually, you know, and it was super visual, and mostly because it was authentic. Um, and you saw the tears, you saw the words, the charming voice, um, and that is also, and and you also heard the stories, right? story. Uh, authenticity, audience, all these elements are, are coming back. And then she I, I eventually ended with a, uh, with a recommendation. Obviously, everyone supported that recommendation. The good thing was, was that everyone included that particular recommendation into their own statements. And that is something that you want to see as well. Is that other people also um, copy your recommendation. And it doesn't necessarily have to be... Um, if you if you support um, uh, um, an issue that's happening in, in the Amazon or in, in Kamchatka or um, uh, affecting the, the, the sun in, 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 in South Africa um, or um, the if if they have a situation that is is so so. It's like a, it's like a central, central threat. It's so, so important to them. To them. And they, they come up with some recommendations. The least you can do, you can clap. 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 You can clap.
is also, is also to, to um, say, say in, your, in your statement is, is, um, is, is that, that you um, 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 include, include their recommendations, recommendations in, in, your, in, your, in, your, in your intervention. intervention. So that is, so that is something, something that you, you can do, you can do as well. Do as well. Is that, is that, um, 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 copy paste the recommendations of yours and include that into your, into your, um, into your statement. Um, or in your written statement, you know, if you already are, 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 um, 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 don't have a lot of time left, you you already have it like specific to like, like, uh, clear cut to two minutes and understand it's a problem. Um, but if you do have the opportunity, if you do have the time, then I highly, highly recommend you to um, hear a recommendation that it sounds good, resonates with you. By all means, um, you can include the entire recommendation, or at the end, you can say, uh, We fully endorse the recommendations um, presented by. Uh, organization X, you know, like the, the previous the, the organization X. That's also a bit of solidarity that you can, that you can do. The thing is, with, with the problem that I, it's a personal thing. The personal problem that I uh, have with, with applause, not the show of appreciation, because um, that, 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 that's, I, I understand that and I, I get that. It is, however, that um, the applause usually takes a couple of seconds uh, in interpersonal meetings, obviously, uh, four, five, six, seven, maybe 10 seconds if it's a really good, it's like a standing ovation. Um, the issue that I have with that is that it takes away time. And down at the at the very end, um, uh, at the very end, you, you see there's um, 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 that people um, do not get to present their statement. Um, and that is the most uh, the most difficult part, I think. Uh, we all have the right to um, um, uh, present our interventions, and um, what happens is if if we all go into overtime, or if we all do a round of applause, then this particular person from uh, the Maasai or Turkana from from Kenya or from Tanzania, or uh, uh, um, sister from 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 Puerto Rico, Borinquen, you know, like they're on number forty five, and they only get to number forty three, um, and number forty four and number forty five do not get to present their intervention, and that sucks. That sucks. I've been on the receiving end of that. I've been on the receiving end of being not being on the list. Uh, or not being able to present a statement because some people went into overtime. Um, like I said, time is gold. And when you talk about solidarity at the international level, you also be super aware, super conscious of the fact that um, claiming space within the UN, um, do that in good faith, not in bad faith. Claiming this is claiming space in bad faith um, by taking your three minutes and then some, and going through three thirty, uh, three three minutes and fifteen seconds, forty thirty seconds, four four minutes. That is claiming space in bad faith. Claiming space in good faith is giving the opportunity, taking your time, 
taking a lot of free time and then giving space to um, be an ending in time so that others can speak as well. That is claiming space within the international community, within the United, within the United Nations in good faith. Um, so I, I highly recommend people to, uh, to, to, um, to do that. Um, so you go over the statement, right? Um, so I, I'm, I'm veering off a little bit. Um, you're going over the statement. And like I said, the secret to any speech is the one delivering it. Um, that, um, no, no, sorry. I should said it right. A good speech, a, a speech that resonates with people because your intervention is also a speech. Indigenous peoples, uh, what we're doing at the inter international level is two are two things. Diplomats do one thing. Indigenous peoples do two things. Um, diplomats do diplomacy. They're super di diplomatic. Um, so they do country to country relations. Indigenous people do diplomacy as well. We have our indigenous diplomacies. However, we also do advocacy. If you want to distinguish the two, or it's like advocacy, you know, diplomacy is winning the position. Uh, advocacy is winning the person, like the hearts and minds of that person. And those are the two things that we need. We need to be super aware of that we need to. Um, um, continue doing, and if you combine the two, you can you can do that um, in your in your in intervention. Diplomacy is like like I said, analysis and recommendation, and your advocacy is your story and your authenticity. Like I'm making sure that uh, this speech is like a. Like a, like a tailored suit. Nobody likes to wear a suit just off the rack. Um, or um, maybe they like to wear it, but like it doesn't feel good. It feel, doesn't feel like them. Um, a suit that is tailor-made, it feels comfortable. If it, it feels like you. Um, and that is something that you want to do. Um, that you go over the text and making sure that you, every word in there is is you that you uh, that you use words that you are uh, that you like to use obviously trying to make sure that uh, the whole uh, um, intervention does address the main points that that uh, of narrative analysis and recommendations uh, but you can do some 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 tweaking um, um, so some tweaking, some tweaking. Like I said, you know, nobody likes to wear a one size fits all or off the rack suit. Um, that's way too small or way too big for you. Um, so like I would argue, why would your presentation be the same? Um, so like if you have the opportunity to do it, fine tune it, um, fine tune the statement that you're, um, that you, that you're going to read. There's always some opportunity also some word wording that you would, that make feel more feel more like you um what it's different obviously if uh you present a statement that is um that you read for somebody else um but then um yeah be aware 
um, say that you you read this info for this particular person in the beginning of it. So you you um, it don't won't sound odd if you're male and the uh, message the intervention is read from the perspective of a female. Um, again, seen it happen before, and it will continue to happen one hundred percent. I just want to you to be sure. Uh, to be aware of 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 the um you know the things that you can do to um, um avoid that now now we have now we talked about uh explain a little bit about um the whole statement thing how do you make sure that you're within the two minutes um because that that is the whole ball game right um if you're going to present tomorrow I know a uh, future, uh, no, not future, um, follow up to the World Conference on any on any people's outcome document. There are, at least from Indigenous side, um, six uh, presentations or interventions. How do you stay within the two minutes? Also knowing that there's, um, um, there's, there's, there's also some technical glitches, uh, what I've observed as well. Um, so staying within the two minutes. You do need to write a, a three-minute version because the three-minute version that's what's something that you going to submit um, in paper for paper smart or in, in uh, electronically for for the print form. Highly recommend you to do that. Um, I also recommend you to write or adapt your three minutes version um, and create a copy so that it becomes a two-minute version. Um, why do I say that? Um, because, and this obviously applies in the um, virtual sessions, settings of the Perm Forum, but in person. As, let's assume next year at the Perm Forum, uh, back to normal, hopefully, uh, we're all, we'll all go back to, to, the, uh, to, uh, to, to the first day General Assembly, then General Assembly Hall, and then conference room four, and the Tuesday is the reception. We'll laugh, have a, have a uh, and also obviously Keats Bar. Um, you cannot forget Keats Bar, um, and unwind uh, with with some songs in there as well. Um, let's hope, let's assume that that that, that is going to be the, the the situation next year. Going back to three minutes, however, and there's always a there's always an anomaly. There's always a problem that forces the um, the chair um, to um, limit the speaking time from three to two minutes. Like I said in my in my example at the very beginning of this conversation, was that at some point I had to limit speaking time from three to two to one minute. And I did see back then that a lot of people were frustrated, anxious, uh, and then they just started like um, drawing lines, you know, like cutting text. And I want you to be prepared for that. Um, so I want to have that you to have that that ease of mind. So when you do, when you do draft that statement, um, the three minute version. And might as well, well, you, you, you're writing anyway, because when you finished the three-minute version, um, you create a copy, copy-paste, and then you create a two-minute version. If three minutes is a uh, page and a half, then two minutes 
is a little bit more than one page, you know, and you can, you can skip the congratulations, uh, uh, Madam Chair, with your election and everything else in the, in the two-minute version. You can skip all that. I would skip it in, in the three-minute version as well, um, but um, this is what I would do. Um, again, it has to. Earn, every word needs to earn its place in in the in the in the intervention, um, and that is, yeah. You know, if you do it on like, all right, here's the thing: if you do it on day one, day one of the of the of the session of the print form, then I get it. If you do it at day five, six, or seven, like I'm like, you know, like everyone, yeah, everyone knows that he or she is this is a chair and. I would just I would just just continue with um with with um with with, with my statement and go get to the point like why I got got to the print form. Um, so that is that, that's what I um what I would do with it with a two minute version. The most important part is, as well. Well, there are many important parts, but the most important part is is that you practice. Um, that you. Um, practice at a and at a normal pace. If you cannot read your three, if you let, let, let me put it this way, so you you have written a three minute intervention. You're done. You've uh, you thought you, you think um, you've written a page and a half, so that's a three minutes. All right, now you get to read it, and you find out it is not three minutes; it's a three and a half minutes. So what you do is, hmm, because um, you read it at your reading uh, um, pace. What you need to realize is that your reading pace is different than your reading out loud, like your oral pace, your presenting pace, which is usually much slower. So you need to be super aware of that. That um, so when you read an in intervention, one read it out loud second read it to someone um not just uh to yourself in a mirror but read it to someone because you present it to someone so you need to you need to have that 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 yeah that opposite view so someone that that, that is that you're speaking to um that is important that you do um, um practice and if you do um, see that your three-minute statement, you've written in, in three minutes, however, uh, you've written in three-minute version, however, when you read it out loud, it turns into three minutes and 30 seconds. You need to start cutting some language. Um, sorry to say that, but you do need to do it. What a lot of people do is they think, hmm, 30 seconds? Um, if I just speak a little bit slower, I can get the 30 minutes, 30 extra seconds in. Bad choice, big mistake. And let me tell you why. Because um, once you speed up reading loud out in, in the UN in the UN context, you're dealing with interpreters. And it is the they're hired to be able to interpret what you're saying. Translate that into other language. If you're you, if you're reading in English, um, they tra they're translating that into Spanish, um, uh, Spanish, French, and all the other UN languages. Um, they 
you need to be aware that one word in English might take two or three words to describe the same word in Chinese or Russian, you know, or Spanish or French. You need to be super aware of that. So the three minutes version, stick to that and stick to the pace that you're using um, to reading out that statement. What you can get and sorry, what you do not want to get is that you get gavels that the chair will say, will knock with his hammer, his or her hammer will knock on, knock on a table and say, um, either please slow down or please conclude. Those are two things that you do not want to hear uh, because one, it takes away from your time because um, still the clock keeps ticking. Um, so, and it takes the attention away. And also, if ever you've heard someone speak very fast, um, imagine for yourself, how many times have you not paid attention to that person when he or she speaks very, very fast? Like you'd like, oh, too fast, I'm not gonna pay attention. People's, and this is how the brain works. Your um, people's, uh, they, the computational, how they compute what you're saying, um, it goes a lot also slower than the, the, at the rate that you're speaking. So you have to speak at a normal pace, like a normal conversa conversational pace, like I do right now, and people will um, be able to, to keep up with you. The other thing is, is if you're writing an intervention that is super important for you, that you're dealing with genocide, you're dealing with human, severe human rights violations. Um, there's a lot of emotion in there. There's emotion in every word of your entire intervention. That emotion goes right out the window once you speed up. Because the only thing that you keep in your mind is, I want to make sure that I don't get gaveled or they won't cut me off at three minutes. So, um, what I recommend you to do is once you, um, yeah, have the, the, the three minute version and now, now I'm blacking out a little bit. Um, yeah. So you have the, the, the three minute, three minute version and you're, you're, you're reading it. And what, what is super important is that you, um, uh, have use um how should it uh, should i say it? like you need a tone of voice you know so like like this like if, if you use if you use your conversational speed pace um you can also use the tone of voice you can speak a little bit louder to really make a point that you want to make or if you really want to convince people that you so you slow down a little bit please understand that we have to do this please understand that uh, we will die if you do not uh, follow these recommendations. You know, like if you, um, those, those are the things that are super important to uh, when you want to make a point come across. Um, and that is something that um, comes with um, uh, preparation, practice of the, the, the three-minute version. Now, if you have written a three-minute version and you have to do a two-minute version as well, I've, I'll 
you can probably already guess what I'm going to say. Practice that as well. Practice reading out the, the, the two-minute version. And for, so for the print form, um, um, uh, people that are participating in this virtual forum, print form, what I've seen is, and, and I hope that it gets um, resolved um, throughout the week, uh, sort of the next couple of days, um, but there's some technical glitches. And usually when your, your two minutes starts once you, they give you the floor. Um, however, um, it takes a little bit of time for you to find your camera or settings or whatever. So that eats away into your time as well. Um, so I'm already advising people that when you, uh, when you, um, when you prepare for a statement, uh, prepare for the one minute and 45 seconds. Um, it's going to suck. I'm going to tell you this. I mean, it's going to suck to, to having to limit your statement. But it is better that way to be prepared for one minute and 45 seconds than to be cut off when um, you really trying to make a point. And there were some interventions that I've listened to um, the, um, the last couple of days that I was so... Um, no, not devastated, but but bummed actually. I'm like, yeah, I really wanted to hear what the end what what the end was of that sentence. There were some some very good uh, recommendations or very very good uh, points made, um, and the presenter got to the the hand, the the first half of it, and then done. It was it was cut off, and then I think it's automatically after two minutes. That you have to that, that they go through back to the back to the chair, so you might want to build in a little bit of fat in there. If you, you know, and and if if you if you have it limited to one minute or thirty seconds or one minute of forty five seconds or forty seconds, take like, like do it. You know, like you don't have to like really have to at the at the at the millisecond have it uh, um, calculated to one minute forty five seconds or or two minutes. Um, if you can make your point come across, uh, um, the analysis story, as well as the recommendations, um, in one minute, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, mazel tov. I'm not Jewish, but like, um, yeah, good on you. Um, and then you can, if you, if you want, you can provide a written version or a more comprehensive version, um, submit that uh, via, um, by email. So don't be too, because uh, um, and, and and I hope I genuinely hope that this um, this uh, what I call the virtual perform is an anomaly that is only uh, only this year because last year was postponed. This year is is virtual, but hopefully we'll go next year into in person meetings without any hassle of. I don't know vaccination passports and all all, all those things. But that it's um, that we can do it safely, 100. percent um, You know, but we can go back to in-person meetings, um, and then go back to. Because at the end of the day, um, when it comes to, um, and what I've learned in diplomacy, advocacy at the international level, negotiations, is that um, face-to-face meetings, human interaction, is super important. It is, um, um, and is for for from the indigenous side is it is one of our core strengths, uh, being on the ground, 
dynamic and solidarity as well and being able to look each other in the in the eyes and talk about all right this is what's going on in my region or talk to a state or this is what's going on um this is what you need to resolve or this is what you, what you need to fix and also and that that's um uh, uh what i what i what i obviously hope for and you know and it is in the end i think one of the as in these peoples we are um yeah i, I would say like uh, superstars, superheroes, uh, um, or, or Olympic medal medalists in storytelling, um, and if storytelling brings the, is, is makes us is what makes us human, then um, we have a unique opportunity, or, or talent, or strength to bring the human element back into these UN conversations, uh, into into these international dialogues. Um, you, you've seen it. Um, my our sister Hindu Umaru, Umaru Ibrahim, um, she speaks from the heart. You know, like she she brings in the human element back, uh, in, into the conversation. Today she was at the at the leaders summit on, on climate uh, organized by by the U.S. State Department, and I was not able to to follow that, but I'm 100% certain that um, she just she, she just spoke from the heart. Um, spoke from human to human um even though it's through a webcam and that she uh, um uh, yeah you can just feel the authenticity and she, obviously she can shoot shoot from the hip um by by and what i'm trying to say is that she she can improvise like that like she, she just put a camera in front of her or a microphone in front of her and she just can talk for forever in a day um and i think um obviously yeah hindu is is seasoned in that but there's and these peoples in general we can we all have the opportunity and the ability to do that so um that is what we were good at and i think that is what the united nations need oh sorry not the united nations in general in, in necessarily but in this national international community we're so distant from each other right um already before uh, um coronavirus before social distancing um, and I think um, if anything that we need to do within these uh, international dialogues, within decision-making processes, oh, sorry, what we can do is to bring the human element back by one of the things that we can do is to share our stories, um, do that human-to-human -human interaction, face-to-face. -face, um, and that's really what I hope to achieve uh, for you to... Um, uh, walk away with uh, with this two-hour two rant already on, not rant, riff on, on how to write an intervention um, for, for, for the, for the U, for how to write a UN intervention whilst also maintaining the indigenousness, quote-unquote, um, the indigenous way of storytelling in a way. Um, obviously, I'm not an elder. Uh, I'm not um, elder Francois Paulette. Or um, Frank Edward Gishik. Um, I wish I was as good at storytelling as they are, um, but um, they have the knowledge to know. They have to, they have their um, they, they they have earned their their, their credits to, to to tell a story. Um, people like myself, and I, I can imagine that there are other people out there as well. 
that need a little bit of framework, need a little bit of strategy to, um, yeah, to um, translate thoughts, translate human rights uh, situations and violations into language, articulate it into a intervention that makes sense. And that can also help them advance their cause and advance their issues. Um, and also that helps um, institutions like the Pyramid Forum on Indigenous Issues, actual mechanism on the rights of Indigenous peoples, and you name it. And you can use this health framework under the UNFCCC, uh, CBD, uh, or if, if, you, if you're going to talk to a council, your, your, your municipality or your traditional council or your um, uh, organization, um, if you need to present an intervention or a, not only an intervention, but also a speech, you know, if you have to, or presentation. Um, you can use this framework, um, adapt it a little bit, and as a, as a as a blueprint, as as a way of as, as a strategy, as a framework, and you just put your, pour your own sauce over it, use your own ingredients, and make something great out of it. Um, I'll put it one more time into the in, into the into the whole thing, into the feed. Uh, and these people's at the United Nations Project Access Online. It is live right now. Um, you just now got like. And it's funny, um, you get, even though it's two hours, you got only a small fraction of it. Um, there's a workbook, there are exercises on um, drafting interventions. And a lot, aside from that, um, my dear sister, Ty Pelly, um, she, she is in that as well. Um, the Special Rapporteur on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples, um, um, Francisco Kalitsai, he explains uh, his, um, uh, um, how should I put it, um, his mandate, um, the, the history of the uh, of the Indigenous peoples at the United Nations is is outlined, and uh, a dear sister of uh, Jan Janine Yazi explains about the Sustainable Development Goals and how you can participate in those as well. You know, so you you get a um, a course that can that I believe should be the foundational basis of your interaction with um, the international community. Um, it, it's the basis, it's the minimum, uh, it can help you. And um, um, yeah, to as, as, a, as a starting point. And then you can you can veer off from that. But I think as Indigenous peoples, we all should have um, that minimum standard. If the declaration is a, is a minimum standard for our rights, then I then I like to argue that practice access online um, is should be you know, the minimum standard for a conduct um, at the, at the United Nations. Um, like I said, um, I don't take this very lightly. I um, what I've explained just now um, is a framework that I've been uh, working on for all I'm thinking about for 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 years. Um, people have offered me a lot of money <laughs> to. Um, um, to to monetize this, um, but um, I I just want to help indigenous peoples. I don't want to monetize anything, uh, at least not not this, because it helps everyone. And yeah, project access online. Um, so go to learningfornature.org, and you, you'll you'll find it. Just just type in indigenous peoples at the United Nations project access online, and you get me in the second module, I believe. There's a, there's a discussion forum and there's um, there, there's uh, quizzes and you got a certificate at the end. Um, 
And I think what I also like is, at least particularly for the the statement drafting parts, uh, this segment that I that I had a was privileged to contribute to. Um, people are presenting their statements in the forum, so um, you get me as your coach, uh, so to say. Um, so I, I, I comment on your statements and I try to help you move forward. And um, obviously, the end goal is that you don't need us. Then, and then my end goal is that you don't need um, um, people like myself or um, need us. I like you to that all indigenous peoples are able to, um, yeah, write their own statements. Um, do do know the UN history and everything else that you don't need a middleman. And um, this is just a step um, on that journey um, towards inspiring and empowering 476 million indigenous peoples so that they can do what inspires them. I've been talking for two hours now, and I think that's all, it's, it's done. Well, we're done. Um, um, usually, um, I, I get people in, in, into, the, into, the, into the stream. Um, hopefully tomorrow, when we're going to talk about the NS participation process and other issues that affect or that have something to do with the uh, follow-up to the World Conference on Indigenous People's Outcome Document. Uh, I'll, I'll bring in people that um, to have a, a an actual blue uh, not blue room green room dialogue. However, um, because I've seen people struggle with the two minutes uh, with drafting statements and everything else, I just wanted to spend uh, these two hours on um, on uh, on that particular issue. Um, everyone, um, thank you so much for uh, for 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 um, yeah for joining. And hopefully um, catch you uh, on the next uh, session episode of uh, The Green Room. My friends, that's the end of the episode, but there's more, um, way more. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast um, on your favorite podcasting platform, of course. And by the way, there are more nuggets of wisdom on YouTube. So check out my name, Ghazali Oharela, on YouTube. Subscribe and watch your favorite movie. Movie. I don't make movies. Videos. Videos. Um, sorry about that. Um, and again, thank you so much for listening and bye-bye.